the show. It's called Trippin', yeah? And trippin' is what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'd be trippin' too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy-ass cousin. So get on this mic and we'll trip all night. Cause we're tripping to you. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to Trippin'. Trippin'. Yeah, I'm talking about that nerd nine trippin'. You know I got that known trippin'. Yeah, I'm talking about the nerd nine trippin'. Got that known bang trippin'. Yeah, yeah. What in the hell are you doing? Give me that guitar right now. You're done. Ah, go back to the pond. I'll go f*** yourself, buddy. I've heard better chirps out of a dead bird. F*** you. F*** you. And Hank Williams Sr., you are not. Welcome to Chirpin', the podcast that talks about hockey, life, and everything in between. And now, now, for your starting starting line, on mic number one, one, Jason, Jason, a.k.a. the the Speed Demon, a.k.a. the the Post Ringer, a.k.a. the the Never Passer, a.k.a. the the Golden Mitts, Dudes! On mic number two, the King of Fear Brett Belanger! On mic number three, Stefan, are you even listening to my story? See? And last, and last but not, not least, least, on the backup mic, producers, nobody puts baby, baby in the corner. Chris! What's up, boys? How you guys doing today? Hello, everybody. That's right. Chris, good to see you again. Good to see you guys. Welcome back. Absolutely. I thought he quit last week. It's good to see him. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't really care to see you guys, so I always ask Chris how he's doing. I don't ask how you guys are Packing doing. Packing up my mic, and I'm leaving. <sighs> I talk to you guys enough. Well, it is your mic, so I can't really, you know. I was I'm so tired of you here. guys. I didn't even look at my phone today. Um, you, we noticed. <laughs> you didn't even bring your phone didn't today. Didn't text. Yahtzee. <laughs> so uh, what's up, man? What's what? That's the what's what, boys. What's going on, Chris? What's new with you? What uh, We haven't seen you in a week. What's going on? Not a whole lot, actually. You know, just another week. Did you have a good week? Oh, yeah. My bonus came last week, so I went to Sam's Club. Spend splurged a little. Oh. Could you define bonus? You mean stimulus or actual bonus? Uh, no, separate from that. It's oh, work okay. bonus. Work bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes you, too much you, money to you get s- a stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> what did you oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> clothes. What, what'd you buy? <laughs> actually clothes. There you yes. go. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. What about what about you? They're little bats blue. Little bats blue. <laughs> plug plug for somebody who's not <laughs> Belanger. No one here. You know what? It's, it, it's been absolutely uh, hectic last five days. Uh, been working on uh, getting teams set up for the tournament, which means I I do a lot of my stuff live, uh, and I've been doing a lot of coding, make sure things are working, and all that other kind of stuff. I've also been doing a lot of testing uh, with possibly going live with a video feed of all the games that are going to be played this year at the silver puck challenge. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'd like to bring something new to the table every year. I try to kind of brainstorm a little bit and try to think of what can I add to it to make it, you know, more worth people's time and energy and have a little bit more fun with it. You know, last year or last couple of years, it's been the, uh, the jerseys, you know, I've been 
doing a lot of jersey design this last weekend too. But uh, I want the tournaments to to have a feel like, you know what, this is our NHL. I know we're a bunch of beer leaguers, but uh, we got to feel like we're important too. So I want to be able to have some broadcasts and, you know, get the sponsors out there in a different kind of way and maybe – you know, you could take you know take a look at the video and see how you actually play, which I probably won't watch any of those. No, but honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I was actually thinking about this driving the other day. I'm like, how cool would that be to like, just have some. You know, we're old. I get it. We're in the men's league and we're not that cool. But like, we do some pretty cool stuff sometimes. It'd be kind of cool to go back and watch it. I mean, everybody's filming themselves this day. They filming each other, kick each other in the nuts, and they watch it a hundred times. <laughs> Why not watch me dangle? Or get or fall. I don't. Or whatever pass. It may well, yeah, pass. Or I was just gonna say, Chris, you nailed that one. Zing. But yeah. it would it would be kind of fun. I yeah. thought. You know what? It, I don't talking... have three hours to waste looking for a pass though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like live barn. Yeah, fair enough. But you you know what though? Like I have watched a little bit of that live barn, and I I I've enjoyed it. I would like to see if I can get some better angles. It's not going to be perfect. I'm not a professional at this stuff, but you know, I want people to be able to look back maybe over the years or, or if a team's coming in from uh, not from this area and they're new and they want to check it out and to see where their team may, you know, rate it'd be a good way to give them a visual. Honestly, a guy that, uh, at, at the rinks there that I play at one of the dads, I should say, he takes like this little stick thing. And he has one of those like 360 GoPros so it can see the whole ice. Yep. And he puts it and he clamps it to the top of the glass and it kind of like sits above the glass so it's kind of up in the air and it sees the whole rink. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And he, he puts those live on Facebook and so we can watch like our kids when he's there. So you've seen these videos. I'd like to check those yeah. out. Uh, does it look good? Yeah, the quality is a lot better than Live Barn's cameras. Okay. Because he uses a GoPro. And if the puck's on that close side next to that camera, do you still see that, or do you lose that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, because it's like a fi- it's like a fish angle, or fish eye, I think that's okay. what they call it. So yep. you kind of got like that weird a little bit, but uh, or the panoramic. You know, you guys seen those camera? Yep. Pictures. So it's kind of like that, but uh, I mean, the quality is you can like see the numbers and stuff, and some stuff's a little bit farther away as like when you get to the ends of the net. But right. I mean, you know, you're also not backed way up in the stands. Where you can get a good view, it's it's kind of close being on the glass, but for what we're doing, it'd probably yeah. be perfect, though. right? So are you gonna get the little red tail on the puck? <laughs> 1988 yeah. Fox tracks. Oh yeah. man, that was so. Annoying. I wouldn't want that because what was it like 85 miles an hour it turn red? I, it would never turn red for me, and that would just be embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> thinking of that, you know what we you know what we have to do? So I bought a shot reader, like a radar for oh, okay. hockey shots. Mm-hmm. And I was down in the old uh, work zone there in my basement, yeah, shooting a little bit. And I was like, "This would be fun." Heck yeah! Like would. get together, have some beers, so you can get some hardest shots going. Now it's time for hardest shot. I'm not gonna tell you what my shot was yet, so I'm gonna work on it. A little Let bit. me know when you do that, and I'm gonna probably be busy. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But does it read it if so. it doesn't get off the ice? Um, <laughs> I think so. I think so. The boys were getting it to read. I mean, the boys. They're what twelve, and they were. Justin topped out at like thirty nine. So see right there, terrible. you just you just talked me out of doing the whole thing because if I can't beat a twelve year old, thirty nine. So and it, you know what I was just thinking too, Brent. You were talking about doing the live stream for the tournaments, and so people could watch. What about like uh, putting something up out in the parking lot? Maybe not in the parking lot, but under that lean to where it's kind of like uh, you got a projector. Yep. So people could hang out and watch the games. Yeah, if you remember last year, uh, Josie was out there. She actually 
brought a TV out there, that uh, big TV. And oh, we yeah. were watching the NHL out there because everything was kind of locked down a little yeah. bit. Uh, I'm sure she could get a feed and be able to uh, have the games going on out there in the parking lot or somebody could do it. I'm not saying she has to do it. Yeah, but, no, that'd be cool. No, that'd I mean, cool. why couldn't you have a laptop and just run a you know HDMI cable to it? And you bingo, could, bingo, you know, bingo. Have a few pops <gasps> and have hot there. dogs. and oh, oh. Well, you can also <laughs> check uh, time and score if there's a way to put that on there. Well, absolutely. That would be pretty so cool. you could be like, oh, how much time is left? You don't have to run all the way into the rink and – uh, check it out. You can basically yeah, keep someone say, updating. Another, another 10 I've been, minutes, run I've back, been actually beer, go back out playing with in. it and really trying to figure it out this last week. And I've got, I've got it down so you can actually have two cameras. So if us three chuckle has decided to do a live look in, you know, we could be sitting there and have the cameras on us while the game's going and we could chirp them up while they're out there on the ice and go from there. Yeah. We need a color guy. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan, what'd you got going on this weekend? What was your, what's what? Oh, so my what's what of what went on this week, uh, well, last weekend, uh, I jumped on the ice with um, Case's Learn to Ski, or Learn to Play group. They uh, they got a lot of numbers and kids, and there wasn't a whole lot of coaches there this time around. So I jumped out there, and a former NHL player referred to me as coach while I was on the ice, let me run a drill. So that was kind of oh, cool. Oh, the goalie. Yeah, not oh, a big deal. The goalie. Yeah, yeah you were know? called a coach. Yeah, I know. I, I can't believe it. Myself. I mean, when I look at let you, me, all I let see me ask is you this. Yeah. Did, Did you, you have, were you, you like, it? you're like, I got my skates. Bit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You've been waiting to be called up. It's like, you've been waiting to be called in. Well, <laughs> he, bring, I, he brings them every yeah, week. He, he wears them around his neck. He's with a hockey stick in his hand. He's got that look on his face. You need anybody coach? Whenever you're ready, I'm ready to go. Just, just tell me. He gave me the green light. And then, um, you got nervous. The, the next two weeks I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just kind of wait. There was enough people there and, then this week I finally brought the skates and I they're said, all they're all, all dads out there. there, man. Just get out there and skate. Well, they're dads, but no, no they're like, dads. Mike Mike doesn't have a kid that's playing and to learn to play as as far as I know. And then the head coach from Northview, his kids are like younger than Kaysen, so he doesn't have any kids that are playing. No, but they probably. I mean, it's the same way with it's our program. The, There's a couple two. coaches out there, like the. So the Granville High School coach is there, and the Jenison High School coach is mm-hmm. usually there, and then pretty much everybody else is just dads who have kids on the ice, and or other dads like me. I mm-hmm. I still go coach mites, and I don't even I don't even have a kid in mites. They just yeah. I love working with those kids. Oh for sure, and they love having me there. So yeah, yeah. You know, so do it, man. You might yeah, as it's well. Kind of, it's kind of weird how they have it. It's basically those two coaches, and then they have a couple of kids from the hawk program that are like. You know, twelve year old, fifteen year old that help, mm-hmm. and then some from Kennewa Hills and Northview uh, high school kids. So. You show up every day and go out there until someone kicks you off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously, that's what I started doing. Oh, I, 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 I got you permission. got some chirping about your attire a little bit. I did. Oh my gosh! So I had my hockey. You should pants. go to Sam's Club. What, Fix that for hockey pants. Yeah. Well, I had my hockey pants in the bag. <laughs> I just kind of was. I was in one from the night before. So did you put your shoulder pads on for this? No, I didn't put the. Sh- I don't own shoulder pads. <laughs> a true beer leaguer. So yeah, um, Kazi was uh, Kazi and his wife were giving me a hard time about wearing jeans, and then quickly Denal jumped in on him. So I had one skate on, and I was like, "Well, I can go put my pants on if you guys think it's that big of a deal, but I don't think it's that taboo." To, you know, these are flex fit jeans for crying out loud. I feel like I'm wearing jeggings. 
So you're telling me that Kazi, the guy that hasn't wore jeans since, I don't know, 2004, because he hasn't been able to fit in them, yeah. was giving you a hard time? Of all the people. It's because he was jealous he couldn't wear them. He shows up in fucking sweatpants everywhere he goes. Everywhere. I love that guy. Seriously, I don't think I've seen that guy in, uh, in jeans ever in my life. He's usually wearing sweatpants or shorts every time I've yep. ever seen him. Nah, man. I wear jeans all the time. I'm sure Baby people reveal. look at me like an idiot, sweatpants. but I don't care. I'm comfortable skating in jeans. Yeah, yeah. I'm comfortable skating in pants or sweats. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys are young. I'm not going to lie to you. If somebody said, hey, you know what? Brent, I want you to be a coach. I've never had that honor Hold in on, my life. Go stretch. I'm going to put on all the pads because if <laughs> I fall, I could blow a hip out. I'm done. I actually started wearing shin guards in practices recently because a couple little kids think it's super funny to whack me and then b they always have me do like the really tough skating drills that require me to like get down on a knee and the last time i didn't have pads on my knees were like black and blue so anywho's moving yeah. forward man not bad what's what um i want to talk about this hit let's talk about this hit who is it uh yeah. you showed me a video yeah, i don't remember another the one yeah so we've got another hit yeah another hit that's chronicling the uh the 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 big buzz in the NHL. Um, so this time it was Penguins uh, player Tanev who hit Boston Bruins tenority. And uh, it was a, a clean kit or clean kit, clean hit. Welcome back, Chris. From, Thanks. From all, in, in my perspective, um, it looked like the pat, he was passing the puck and was a little off balance from the pass, clean shoulder to chest. Happened to be probably about maybe six seven feet off the boards while well, he went through him the guy went flying back into the boards at the back of his head knocked got knocked out and then Tenardi got penalized with um i think it was a five in a game so they gave him that much huh they yeah, gave they him a misconduct uh, yeah yeah i well, saw i saw the actual hit um just before this podcast but i, I didn't hear what the uh ramifications if that's the correct word to use yeah, yeah booted you know um to me i've been that guy always off balance and uh you know what i think he, personally i think in that situation he just caught himself in a bad situation he was leaning he was a little off balance and i don't care that the guy hit him i thought the hit was clean but i think if even if the guy didn't lay into him he's still Oh, he was going to go for yeah, He was yeah, still. I think that's another another two minute boarding if you wanted to because the guy got hurt. I and the team would be in, up in arms for him taking a two minute boarding. Well, but, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, I I struggle so hard with, with, with some of some of the stuff that's going on with, with that stuff. I mean, if it's a clean hit, you gotta you, you gotta let it go. I understand that the players want to protect their their teammates and stuff. I totally can respect that, but. You, you can't have the hard feelings about even as a player when you get hit knowing that you're off balance and you you put yourself in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. He, let's be honest, this is hockey, guys. We've, we've been playing it for years. This is the game. Get your head up. Be paying attention. And that's why hitting, again, that's part of why it's a game. Like, hey, he's going to think next time that kid's coming at him. Now, I we had the talk last week. I defended somewhat that hit seeing this hit i'm almost you're talking hit. about the wilson hit yeah so i somewhat there, defended yeah. that one now seeing this one and knowing that he got booted for that i'm sitting here like what is going on like 
there's no penalty yeah. for the fights that started after for any people that tried to punch somebody in the face and actually tried to hurt somebody. There's no penalty yeah. for that. But there's a penalty in a game, misconduct, for a dude who was out there playing hockey. Mind you, we're talking millions of dollars to these uh yeah, they make millions. Well, right? they make millions, but we're oh, talking millions that come to the oh revenue. Yeah, and revenue that come yeah. back to these teams for winning the Stanley Cup, right? Yeah. So that's sorry, they're not there to lose the game. Mm-hmm. They're there to win, oh, and that was legal. And you give a you give a game misconduct for something like that. Yeah. And that was clean. I don't think it could have gotten any cleaner. That clean makes hit. me say, okay, last week Wilson hit that was dirty. If that was dirty, if that one was egregiously dirty, was that was no? We talked that about dirty, that, but. Yeah, I mean, a boarding or something like that would be fine. Touching base on the last week thing, the biggest yeah. problem I had with it is the guy has history. Right. And, 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 that was you know, your, your main argument my, was yeah, when my, you got a history. I, I understand history? that argument. I understand And there it. was head shoulder-to-head, and that's that's a rule. You're it not is. supposed to be shoulder-to-head. I get that, but I didn't think it was intentional. But, but this shoulder to the head was shoulder-to-shoulder. Shoulder. The, the puck was even right there. I mean, this is a yeah. hockey yeah. play. This is yeah. hockey play all day long. It was shoulder-to-chest. Sorry if you disagree. I will fight you. <laughs> well, we we certainly hope that you know he's okay from yeah little concussion and, he, and the guy that got hit so Tenorti has had um concussions in the past so you, you certainly hope that this isn't something that turns him into Absolutely. a mark savard kind of thing where mm-hmm. he can't play hockey no. anymore because of the risk we involved. hope that absolutely. You know, but I agree. Scary Still things happen. Hit. Accidents happen. Yeah, scary yeah. things happen out there. I mean, yeah, that's a great segue, actually. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, no, I was gonna say. Speaking of scary, uh, the 19-year-old Russian uh, Timur Fazutnov or Fazutnov. I think is how you say Fazutnov. Something like Timur that. Timur Fazutnov. I, I, we're guessing on that one, so please don't eat us alive. But uh, that's a hard one to say. 19-year-old. Kid plays in the juniors, Russian, takes a puck to the head and dies. That's that's, that's sad. sad. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. extremely sad. It's that's terrible. sad. Did you? I mean, and now there's no video of this. So Nobody I, saw this. We just heard I've, about this. Yeah, I to my knowledge, there's no video of it happening. So we don't know if he expired on the ice or no, if he, he it was to it was later. Oh, it was. You can. It was that. later. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, from from what I heard about it, it was kind of either a clearing puck or a puck being shot into the zone and kind of came off the glass or something along that. I might not have my facts totally correct on this. It doesn't matter that the the puck caromed off off something and it struck him in the head. And this was during the game, not in warm up, so without no, helmets this was or during something. The game. So he had a helmet on. Do we think that it, he was struck in the face or like the ear area? It was a temporal cover. The temporal. So that's area by over the by eye your eye area. area. Yes. Okay, yep. so maybe he wasn't. Yeah, but without a cage on, because they're not wearing cages yeah, he, at that yeah. level. There's that's they pretty flimsy right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Could be the impact too. Even with the helmet on, there, yeah. there's not a whole lot of padding on that area. Let me let me ask you guys this real quick. I'm just kind of wondering again for the listeners. Big hockey player, not a big hockey watcher, not super knowledgeable of like rules and pro things and things like this. Nuances. Why? You're not allowed to wear a cage in the pros, correct? Uh, you, you can, wear, can a wear one. Yeah, you can wear a cage. It's one of those things where the unwritten rule, you don't wear one. So here we are giving guys games for, for hits and stuff like that because of protection reasons, but you know we got guys dying on the ice who mm-hmm. were maybe if he had a cage on and some metal right there, he'd probably still be alive. 
potentially, potentially hard, yeah. hard to say really i mean uh, that's the risk you take when, when i'm you, poking the bear with that they, one they have to wear visors now the ahl yes. is mandated even if you nhl is are a seasoned too, isn't it? veteran you come down you have to wear uh, a visor in the ahl in the nhl you are they have the grandfather yes. like wasn't it mckinnis who wouldn't wear a the helmet mctavich that was the last the one not wearing a helmet. Yes. Same kind of thing when they mandated, all right, helmets are required, but he was grandfathered in. So um, guys like, um, oh, crap, I'm having a brain fart here uh, for the Ducks. Um, oh, boy, the captain of the Anaheim Ducks. Well, producer Chris Emilio will look Estevez? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> great, great producer Chris. I'm totally having a brain fart here. Anyway, he's been in the league for a considerable amount of time, and he doesn't wear a visor. But the younger guys coming up They do. have to. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and, I, they, and they should. I agree. I mean, anybody. Chris, don't worry. Anybody that plays at any competitive level, you know, uh, you, you have to – understand and take responsibility for the outcome of the game uh there yeah go ahead stop. ryan gets uh, sorry for yelling no ryan gets <laughs> she's louise you know, accident accidents happen and, and it's the last thing that any of us want to see or be a part of or even happen to us but that's an inherent risk of every time you step on you know the pitch the gridiron the ice any of it, it don't matter it yeah don't i mean matter. every time i used to strap on the back of a bull Oh, that might have been my last ride, yep. you know, and and it's a little name? dramatic, but you know that's that's honestly though that's Got I mean him. every time you go on the football field, there's a chance you're going to get injured and never be able to play again. There's we take those chances. We do, but getting in the car. This is sad. It's it is. a 19 it year old kid probably had. I mean, you said he was the he, captain. He was the captain. So he yes. probably had a little bit of a little bit of time left to get to where he wanted to be. Yep. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I made a post on Facebook regarding the situation. And, you know, I've had this conversation with my girlfriend and other people. And some people look at me like I'm a little bit crazy. Um, but uh, when, you, when, when you were talking about playing at that competitive level, I know for myself, I played a high level of soccer. I have played with people that played extremely high level of sports. And I may be completely wrong in my terminology. I put it to the best way that I know how to explain it is you do sign a contract with yourself that you understand that the ultimate outcome can be death. And if you want to make it to that next level, you have to understand that could be one of the consequences. Um, In the post that I made, I also think that was the most freeing thing for somebody like me. I'm an adrenaline junkie. I like the rush. And so once I uh, came to terms with that contract, it was almost freeing for me. It was like, I know what the outcome can be. Nothing can stop me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The, the holdback was gone. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know about you guys, but that's always been my kind of take, and I know the way I've played uh, my whole life. Um, I don't like to lose. I've right? never held back. I mean, I, I haven't played – super high level in in our typical sports but i mean you know i race dirt bikes at a pretty high level i used to race motocross and uh i mean there's moments when you're like i want to win and i'm just gonna pin it and i i might i might get hurt really bad things go sideways oh i'm gonna jump this jump because it'd be like a it has happened to me a couple times you know the jump is usually a finish line well you can if you go too fast you over jump but the only way you're passing that guy in that short amount of time is if you over jump it by going fast enough because he's got to slow down yep. to not over jump it and there's been 
a handful of times where I just center, just see ya Pin it, to, go. To, to get across the line first. And then you're like, this is going to hurt. And it does. It does not feel very yeah, good. So that's happened a couple times for me. But yeah, that's just, uh, or, you know, you're, you're coming into a corner and you're like, I got to pass him now. It's the last one. And you just, you just, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm either going to dump it. I'm either going to fly off the dang berm and go flying and, you know, or just whatever it may be. But I never, I never held back. I never, I never really thought about that stuff, but to hear about it. Cause you, you know, for example, I had a buddy and it was actually my brother's good friend, but got in a dirt bike accident and pretty much became, I don't want to say a full on paraplegic because he can move a little bit, but uh, brain brain damage, all that. I mean, he's a vegetable, and he's still alive today. And you know, can, uh, but he's it's sad. He used to right. be a regular, normal, everyday guy, and now he's in a wheelchair and doesn't know who you are. It's it's. Mm, but those are the sad. chances, and like you said, those are the risks we take. Yeah, you know, we uh, all go into uh, it that way. We put our Annie in. Mm-hmm. The the other side of the of the whole thing is too is, you know, last night I, I play on a team. There's 15 guys on the team, and you know what? 11 of them, they've only been skating for like five months. They're absolute beginners. You know, accidents are going to happen, you know, as you're learning the game and all all that other kind of stuff that goes with it. And to play against a team that doesn't know how to pump the brakes a little bit, you know, that I, I feel that's where a beginner gets hurt. That's where you demoralize somebody that's trying to learn the game. Yeah, for sure. And, and they don't want to be a part of it, you know. Um, you get discouraged. You get discouraged. I don't want to play with these guys. Yep. Is, is this that, what is, I got to look forward to? Is this what hockey is in a beginner stage? Uh, so would you say the other team was overloaded with talent or they are playing a, a bracket down or a level down? Rather? I would say like a full level down. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm a dirty player, but I got my little shots in and I did my little verbal sparring, if you will. Yeah. We I can mean, see you when you get a little, Oh little yeah. They're strong. I mean, they, you're coming down three on one with a, with a guy playing defense that can barely skate backwards, barely knows the position at all. And they're tic tacking it all around it. Just a roof on a goalie that's playing for six months. Yeah. That's, you know, it can't be fun for anybody involved. It, you know, I was like, give that guy the game puck, man. That's number 10. <laughs> That is, is this what, what we score? were talking about earlier? The sandbaggers? Yeah, the sandbagging yeah. thing. Yeah, this is our next segment, the sandbaggers. Well, no, he, nice jumped, he, he led right into it. Perfect yeah, timing, by the way, because we had about another minute before we were about we had to get it right there. on the so, list here. So shabam. Working right through. So that was, that nice was what you were talking about earlier. Which, yeah. Okay, so for the listeners, sometimes we talk about things, but we don't actually talk about them. We come up with a little outline, and so it's, it's and I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's why you wanted to talk about this. Okay, oh, so now yeah. I'm filled in. A little I, bit. I sit closest to Chris so I can look over and I see the time schedule. So if I see an opportunity, I take it. Somebody's got oh, yeah. to <laughs> oh, jump right in. You know, I, this guy says we're talking hockey. Uh, part of the what's what, which I forgot. So I had a hockey tournament this weekend um, for the boys, uh, for my son's uh, PWA team. And uh, there was a team from Chicago there. I have seen a lot of stuff in my day playing hockey with parents but holy crap, I had I had watched a dad uh, from the other team as one of our players was getting off the ice pretty much call him a piece of shit. No kidding. A 12-year-old. Really? It was the player's so, dad or the yeah, dad so the, okay, another so kid? Okay, so I'll give you some context. We're playing the Chicago team. We played them um, Sunday morning. 
and that was determined who went to the playoffs. It just so happened to work out that that team had also had like a very similar record to us, so we we're going to see them again. Now, we had tied them. We played terrible. Uh, but it was also a 7 o'clock in the morning game that was an hour away. So the kids, all kids, including their kids, were just probably wrecked. It was a terrible, slow game. But their the Chicago team, we had to stop the game four times, and the coach had to come out and pick kids up off the ice, two times of which was the goalie. Now, they only have one goalie, so you had to stand out there with them for a minute. Whatever, right? But you could, like, and so context for our team, not once this year have we had to come out, has a coach had to come out on the ice and get a kid. It's just the kids get up, they go to the bench, and they cry it out on the bench if they have to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a thing. Like, if I got to come – I tell Justin, if if your coach comes and gets you, I'm coming and pulling you off the bench and we're changing and you're getting out of Absolutely. your clothes. Like, if you're injured or you're hurt. If you're hurt, get up, get off the ice. If you're injured, that means you can't play anyway, so that's fine. Just stay on the ice because it's safe. But injured versus hurt. So sure. every one of these kids that laid on the ice next shift was back out. So I just, it, it, it annoys me, but whatever, it, it, whatever. But this goalie two times. So second game, four times again, three times of which was the goalie. One time this kid was screaming so loud. Like I thought they might've actually called an ambulance. Really? Um, but he actually nice. ended up getting off the ice mid, uh, they actually, the parents came around and like, had to carry him off. The coach had, when I say carry, I mean like pick up and like kind of help off the ice. No, this coach had to like cradle this kid, like pick him up completely off the ice. And then he was like running around. I don't know, whatever. So it got to the point where our players had gotten ran into the goalie again. He kept holding his head. And when I say flopping around like a dead fish, I mean flopping around like a dead fish. Meanwhile, the coach of this team is sitting there just talking to the ref while this kid's flapping around, as soon as the coach gets over to him, stops back game back on. Well, the parent, the team was losing now. They were down by two goals at this point, and two to one with like I don't know eight minutes left in the game, seven minutes. One of our players gets rode into the goalie a little bit. It it was not even a massive amount of contact. I'm talking like I could probably push you from one inch away from you harder than that than the contact was like it really wasn't that bad but the the goalie went all nanners again the parents got so mad that they pulled their the goalie's parents pulled the kid off the ice they're like we're done coach we're done we're pulling they don't have another backup goalie right so now they either forfeit or they play with six men so the ref is or the coach is asking the kids i was sitting close enough where i could hear all this because i don't stand in the stands i don't sit in the stands i don't like listening to parents and our parents are really good it's not them. It's the mm-hmm. other parents. I just don't like hearing it. So I go and stand on the ends behind the goalie. So you, I can. You know what? I, I want you to finish your story, oh, but yeah. I will. I will say something about parents. I I coach soccer uh, for ten years, travel Premier League, and uh, you know what? When you have good parents like that, that makes all the difference. As a coach, oh. my parents, we we made a deal, and I had the same team for ten years. That my parents never jumped on a ref. They never jumped on the other team. And we actually had a team rule that you don't jump on the kid after a loss. They already feel bad enough. We'll deal with it on Monday when the practices start. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let them detox a little bit. They're already kind of feeling bad enough on their own. We don't need to address it right now. And you know what? For 10 years, I, I, I loved my parents. I mean, they always had my back, and they actually respected what I asked right out the gate, and they carried it through for 10 years. And that's that's what 
it like led me after this whole thing to realize how awesome the parents are and how awesome the kids are and how awesome the coaches are of our team because it's not like that everywhere. It, it is not even close. I mean, just like and, and you hear the annoyances and then and again, that's why I don't sit with our parents and it's not because of them it's because of the other parents but yeah like i said i mean it, it was so bad and the and again because the kid was the kid the goalie his dad was and i was always watched behind the other goalie right i like to see the goals so i had to listen to him this and the first game and now the second game just saying what he says doing what he does whatever i just try to ignore it but he ends up pulling the goalie off the kids decide you know the coach asks the kids if they want to forfeit if they want to play with six they want to they want to play with six right so we're playing with six kids all of a sudden the coach starts throwing extra kids out there like seven and eight like just nonchalantly i'm sitting right there i can hear him he's like go throwing kids so then they got to blow whistles and give penalties i'm like what are you why? At which point? Because then we, because before he started doing this, we had scored an uh, empty netter, right? So now we're up right. by three to zero, and so he just starts chucking kids out there until the ref finally, because he got to blow the whistle every couple right. minutes. Because he's got they had eight kids out there at one point in time. Eight. The ref and I heard him say to all the kids, he goes, "Everybody go." Just sent everybody on the ice, you know. And I'm like, you know what? Finally, they just called the game. There was only two minutes left, anyways. And then the kids are getting off the ice. And they're all smiling and laughing. What does that teach the kids, though? Well, exactly, right? And so the other team gets right off the ice. They don't even, like, do the stick tap to congratulate the other team for winning. They just get right off the ice, right? So then some some parent, I think, from that team was like, no, get back on the ice and tap your sticks for the team that won. Like, don't be – I think they were kid. embarrassed that the parents pulled their goalie. I think everybody knew he was right. faker because I seen him like running around. Anyways, so finally our kids are getting off the ice, <laughs> and kids for too. some reason this goalie's dad is sitting right there by the door, like right by the door. So I start making my way over there because I I've been listening to him. I know he's fuming, fuming, and he was really mad at one of the players on our team because apparently this kid ran into the goalie twice. I I I don't know, maybe he did, but he goes, he says to the twelve year old. Keep keep smiling, buddy. And then he turns around to his parents, like as as our kid is walking away, and goes, "Did you see him smile at me? What a piece of shit!" And I was I. Now, if you guys know me, I have a little bit of anger. Like I I don't control it super well. I mean, I'm a nice guy, but like when I'm mad, I'm mad. I started working my way through people. Never I was going to get to him, yeah. and I was going to. haven't seen that at all. Yeah, oh, never. my Lord. I was going to let him have it. But as I started going there, I'm like, Jason, you do this, and you will never watch your kid play again. They will kick you out of the rinks because they don't take that stuff lightly anymore. Oh, uh, no, no. You get in a fight in a rink with another parent, and both of you are gone oh, for, yeah. like, banned forever. Which which should be the case. Which should be, which yeah, is absolutely. why I didn't. But who calls a 12-year-old? As he's you know, walking, who tough talks a 12-year-old and then calls him a piece of shit. Are you kidding me? Like, like, like I said, the parents were great that I had. And, and the kids that I had, uh, I mean, it was, I, I, over all those years, I would only have to say something once. And those kids did it. And you know what? The biggest lesson that I said, you know what? After a game, I don't care if you win. I don't care if you lose. You're going to go out there. You're going to shake hands with every single guy and the only thing that's going to come out of your mouth is good game and anything extra that's positive you don't get into it if they say anything you just keep moving on and then you go thank the rest for their time and then we'll go talk there's nothing that needs to be said it's over no it's absolutely done. absolutely 
Yeah, well, sure. I, I, so sorry I had to jump in that. I just oh, had to share okay. that because it was you kept talking about hockey and something came up about it. But anyways, let's move forward, man. Um, because we've been talking about some serious stuff. Summer plans, man. Summer's about here, right? Today here was fifty five. What fifty five? It was beautiful yeah, it was out. Beautiful today. out. Sunshine. It was, it was a great reminder that we've been on lockdown for I, a year. I know, yeah. and it started getting me thinking, like, <laughs> man, what am I gonna do this summer? It's only been a year. <laughs> I know, but who, I think it's, you know, I'm excited. I got, uh, you know, obviously for us, me and Stefan, it's our busy time of the year. You know, the summer building yeah, starts, right up. Dylan starts picking up, you know, they're starting throwing foundations in, but I, I didn't do a whole lot last year. I worked really hard. So this year I'm looking really forward to like getting the kids out in the boat and doing a lot more fishing. I live right by the river. We love it. I'm considering buying another boat or a new boat, not another one. Mm-hmm. I, I mean a new one. Yeah. I'm just considering buying an actual bass fishing boat for the family. You know, nice. now we got the baby and stuff and give us a nice boat to go out on and that can fit all the kids. Um, I'm, I'm getting excited for that really out of all things. What about, uh, what about you stuff? You got some plans or yeah. anything coming up? Itching to, you know, as the weather gets warmer, pull the boat out, go out and do some tubing. And Cause you just out. bought a boat last year. Yeah. I bought a boat last year. Got it July 5th and we had some fun on it. Um, you know, for that half of the summer. So we're looking forward to having a, our first full summer on it. And you guys like, uh, really liked it i remember you telling me like you only went a few yeah. times last year but you were like this is what we're supposed to be doing with well, our we days. Were, so you know we were thinking like okay get a camper a boat or a, a recreational vehicle of some sort and our in-laws have a pool so we're there quite a bit and whatnot but we found a good deal for two grand on an old boat and it ran and and floated so we pulled the trigger and went out and did that and had fun and it's like we did the camping thing once before and it was kind of a drag as far as getting into the campground late and dealing with all that and you know having to go well, shower back up the, the bath stall what's that if you could back up a trailer i could back up a trailer just fine it's just a little tricky to back up a trailer with when the campground's completely packed and you got 32 feet of trailer to back around everybody's awnings and bicycles and all that crap are you talking about the grand out. haven time yeah yeah those are that, tough that is a tight spot it so that, is that wasn't the deterrent i grew up camping we so i, I then i did too i mean right you both, said like, you did enough of, us, of it both of us are camped out like like hey down the road case wants to go camping we're gonna go rough it we're gonna go get a tent and do it that way or i'll buy a nice new five thousand dollar little pop-up camper yeah uh, maybe 10 grand but if we really want to do that. Well, or, you know, it's like half the places Brian goes, they have those like cabins. Just rent one of them damn cabins. You do a cabin or better yet, we can take the boat wherever we want to go and find a hotel room that has all the amenities. Exactly. Which is how you like it. You want your shower. Yeah. I like to take a shower. A bathroom that doesn't, that actually flushes where you're not sitting on everybody else's. I can deal with it. It's not a, you know, but that's not vacation. I I feel like it's worse than being at work. Yeah, I mean, I pay a lot of White money in, in house payments. You know, I like I stay home, get my money's worth. <laughs> so, well, it's like it literally so. camping is one of the funniest <laughs> things. We spend a fortune to go live worse than yeah. we live at home. Yes, for fun. I have so much camping stuff, and I haven't been camping in ten years. What? We go camping all the time. Yeah, well, you all the time. Figure your initial investment to get a decent camper with AC and stuff like that. You know, you got a, a good amount there. Then your lot fees are up there, and then you got to winterize. You know, there's a lot of work, but not only that, you got to make sure you've got all your extra stuff 
plates, napkins, utensils, oh, yeah. towels. I mean, even like a good tent is expensive. Yeah. I, I still don't have like my. It's so an expensive I, sport. Leashes. It, it is. There's so Leashes much that goes into it. There's a lot. Right to a tree. <laughs> but it's fun. So, you got to string your hammock up. Yeah, so you, that's a lot of work. So you're getting excited to boat it yeah, up, so man. Yeah, so we're excited. We, you know, given the weekends, depending on work and everything else, we try to go out for, you know, a couple hours a week at least. Chris, what do you got going on? Uh, honestly, not too much planned yet, so we'll see what happens as the summer goes on. What Chris do you is waiting. Do? Chris is waiting for me to get you, the boat okay, out. Not that yeah. you have anything planned. What are you excited to do? Come watch Silver Puck Hockey at the rink, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Silver we'll see Puck. how that goes. Chris is excited to go lay next to my in-law's pool, hungover as hell from the day before, wake up at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, start drinking, and do it all over again on Saturday morning. That kind of checks out. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> well, what about you, Brent? What do you got on the docket? <laughs> He's going to be a same rank thing rat. that I've done for the last seventeen years. Right I know Chris, we right? got some tournaments coming up, buddy. <laughs> yeah. How they? How is everything? So you got the SPC, right? That's this Silver Puck Challenge. Yep, and that's coming up here. Uh, actually, May fourteenth is the first weekend. As of right now, we're over sixty teams, four weekends. So uh, that pretty much consumes the end of May and June, and then. Uh, Oh, celebration. Hello. <laughs> I have the worst timing. <laughs> and then as soon as I get done with that, you know, spend some, some time up at my dad's place maybe on the lake and do a little fishing with him. And then uh, I'm going to be helping uh, John Purs out over at Walker Ice and Fitness and see if I can help them with a month-long tournament. Uh, that'll be all through July. They have multiple brackets just like Silver Puck. And then we start prepping up for uh, Hockey Hold'em in August. Am I? My summer is kind of work, work, work. Busy yeah. time. Busy time of the Had year. a busy winter. Now you're gearing up for a busy summer. Yeah, absolutely. No rest for the wicked, they say. No, that's good for you. And we all get to relish in it, so it works out. Well, good. Anybody else have anything else they want to add? or? You know what? I'm thinking... Uh... I'm thinking we covered pretty much right. everything today, boys. It's good, been a, happy. I felt good yeah, with this one. It's yeah. been a, this was good, you know. And and for listeners, you know, uh, just FYI, we did get the uh, Facebook page worked out a little bit today. We got the uh, YouTube thing figured out. We're working on the website, so we're gonna be launching here everything pretty soon. So, like we said, please. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear, what you like and what you don't like. Stay out of the sin bin, everybody. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah. See you at the ring. Hear you. Talk to you. Whatever. Bye. Have a good one.